Welcome to We Support Caregivers Podcast. I am Lashina McBride, the Executive Director of We Support Caregivers Incorporated. Thank you for tuning in. It's great to be back with new podcast episodes on a monthly basis. So make sure you keep it locked in to We Support Caregivers Podcast. Make sure you're following us on all our social media platforms, which include Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and LinkedIn. So just to let you know, We Support Caregivers Incorporated is a 501c3 organization whose mission is to encourage and to empower individuals who care for their elderly loved ones to cultivate and to focus on self-care. I want to inform you of a few things that you should join. So caregivers, we have a self-care support text. You can join that by texting the word caregivers to 31996 and you can join. I personally send out one text message a week just to encourage caregivers to continue to take care of themselves. I also provide tips, you know, uh, for self-care techniques and self-care things that they can do for self-care. So make sure you join that. Text the word caregivers to 31996. Also, another thing that we've started is we have a self-care support kit. So caregivers sign up for the opportunity to receive a self-care support kit. The self-care support kit has everything in there pertaining to self-care. We're talking about bath and body products that aids in stress relief and relaxation, a beautiful mug. Some of our kits come with um, a journal or a organizer or a planner. We have self-care books to provide you with tips and information on how to um, incorporate self-care and develop a routine. So make sure you signed up for that. It's absolutely free. You can go to our website, we support caregivers.org. And it's right there at the beginning of our website. It's the button that's labeled self care support kit. And once a month we choose a caregiver and we just send them that kit. So we would love to love on you. So let me ask you all a question. Are you experiencing any signs or symptoms of burnout? Would you even know that you are experiencing burnout? If you can't answer that question confidently, you need to listen to this podcast because it's for you. After this break, I'm going to break down and go into what is burnout as the topic of this podcast is called Blurred by Burnout. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. You're listening to We Support Caregivers Podcast. Welcome back. So before the break, 
I mentioned to you that the topic of this podcast is called Blurred by Burnout. So now I'm going to go in, we're going to go deep, we're going to go in, and I'm going to explain what is burnout. So burnout can look different from everyone. Everyone can experience burnout. It can be different from um, everyone. It doesn't affect everyone the same way. However, burnout is not a medical condition. What burnout is, it can be defined as a physical, emotional, or mental exhaustion, which can be accompanied by a decrease in motivation, lowered performance, and a negative attitude towards oneself and others. That's what burnout is. It's just an overboard of exhaustion, physically, mentally, emotionally, I'll add socially, you know, so that is what burnout is. Most of the time, many of us don't even realize when we are burned out or when we are experiencing burnout. Burnout has the tendency of sneaking up on us. It really has that tendency. Sometimes it comes across as being, you know, really overly tired or being too exhausted to, too exhausted to function. Burnout is sneaky. Therefore, it's very important for us to know what are the signs of burnout. So the signs of burnout includes fatigue. Fatigue is a major sign, a major symptom of burnout and can affect all areas of our lives. Sometimes you might feel more sleepy or it might appear that it might appear that the simplest task take longer to complete. Additionally, it also looks like having a hard time trying to balance everything, balance our responsibilities. So burnout, what feelings are associated with burnout? Feelings of apathetic or dissatisfied or dissatisfaction with work is one of them. Another sign of burnout are tension headaches. Constantly having tension headaches are a sign of burnout. Another way to identify burnout, pay attention to the changes in your diet or sleep patterns. Because we're creatures of habit and because we do things in a habitual way, when something, when we do something different than what we are accustomed to doing, sometimes that's a red flag, something is wrong. So when our sleep patterns change or our diet change, These can be an indicator of burnout. 
So is burnout the same thing as depression? Well, the symptoms of burnout can often resemble the symptoms of more serious medical conditions. These can include mental health related mood disorders. Oftentimes burnout and depression can mirror each other. However, depression is a diagnosable mental health condition whereas whereas burnout is not. So depression is depression can be clinically diagnosed. A person can be put on medication because of depression. But as it relates to burnout, no. So depression and burnout are not the same thing. And what what differentiates the two, what makes the two different is one can be clinically diagnosed and prescribed medication for, while the other you cannot. Another difference between burnout and depression. Burnout tends to be a response to a change in our environment or situation. For example, a person can become burned out if they're working more hours than usual or if they're dealing with some type of situation in their life at this current time. As it pertains to depression, Depression doesn't have to be in response to one specific trigger. The signs of depression tends to be more broader in general. However, as it pertains to burnout, it can be identified what is causing the burnout. Although depression and burnout are not the same, if burnout goes undealt with, it can lead to depression. Other signs of burnout include anxiety, a lack of creativity or a lack of feeling that you have no purpose, emotional numbness, a cynical outlook, and once again, lack of sleep and fatigue, which I already stated. So now we know what is burnout and what are some of the symptoms of burnout. Sometimes people confuse stress for burnout and the two are not the same. After this break, I'm going to discuss, I'm going to give details, the difference between just being stressed versus burnout. Stay tuned. You're listening to We Support Caregivers Podcast.
So what is the difference between stress and burnout? Before I go into that, understand that life just has things that cause stress, but it's up to us to know how to manage the stress in our lives. All stress we can't get rid of. All stress we can't get rid of. So we have to learn to manage some of the stress in our lives. And the stress that we don't need or the stress that doesn't have to be a part of our life, get rid of it. Let it go. Sometimes we cause our own stress by getting involved in things or doing things we have no business doing or getting involved in. So learn how to manage the stress and learn how not to even invite certain stress in your life. So the difference between stress and burnout. Stress is characterized by over-engagement. It's also characterized by emotions being overactive, produces urgency and hyperactivity. Stress causes a loss of energy. It could lead to certain anxiety disorders and it it can harm your physical body. Burnout, on the other hand, is characterized by disengagement. It also causes you to have to be emotionally blunt. It produces helplessness and hopelessness. It also is characterized by a loss of motivation, ideals, and hope. It could lead to detachment. And it primarily, it primarily damages your emotions. And in my opinion, undealt burnout can cause physical harm. It can cause your body to feel sick. So that's the difference between stress and burnout. Also, if stress is unmanaged, people can die from stress. If stress goes unmanaged and undealt with, people can die, people do die from stress. So we definitely have to make sure that we are managing the stress in our lives and letting go the things that are causing unnecessary stress that we don't have to deal with. So now we know the difference between stress and burnout. We have to also learn and know ways to overcome burnout and even to avoid it. After this break, I'm going to break it down and share ways how we can overcome burnout and even avoid it. You're listening to We Support Caregivers Podcast.
welcome back. So we're in the third segment of our podcast, and now I'm going to share with you how to overcome and even avoid burnout. So one reason why we become burnout, the reason why we sometimes experience burnout, the main reason why it has to do with a lack of boundaries. So the the fact that we didn't say no when we were asked to work more hours, the fact that we didn't say, no, I can't attend this. The fact that we didn't get up and say, you know what, before I go take care of my mom, let me implement some self-care for me. It comes because of a lack of boundaries. So can burnout become, can we overcome burnout? Yes. Can burnout be avoided? Yes. How? By establishing clear boundaries. Once we've done that, and I know as caregivers, it can be challenging because you feel like you need to put the needs of your loved ones and the people that you're taking care of above your own, which is false. It's false. And the reason why it's false is because you are not going to be any good to the people that you're taking care of if you don't first take care of you. So establishing clear boundaries is one key way of overcoming burnout and even avoiding burnout. Also, again, once you set those clear boundaries, you have to stick to them. What's the point in setting boundaries if you're going to not honor or you're going to break your own boundaries? It's okay to say no, no, thank you. I can't attend this time. Mom, I'm going to be there, but I need a few minutes for myself first. Like it's okay to say no. It's okay to put boundaries in place. It's totally fine. And you don't have any reason to feel guilty about that. None whatsoever. And if you feel guilty, it's false guilt. But that's a whole nother podcast for a whole nother day. So burnout can be overcame and can even be avoided by establishing clear boundaries and making time for self-care. But if burnout has gotten to the place where you're kind of borderline depressed, then you may need to seek speaking to a psychologist, a therapist, somebody down those lines, a clinical therapist, so they can help you come back and bounce back from it. But we have to be very intentional with setting the boundaries and making time for self-care so it doesn't lead to So burnout doesn't become to the point where it's borderline depression. Here are a few more ways to overcome and even to avoid burnout. Again, we have to acknowledge that we are burned out. 
And that could be challenging. So now that you know what some of the symptoms are of burnout, you have now something to weigh against how you currently feel versus what the symptoms are. So you know if you really are truly experiencing experiencing burnout. Another way to overcome burnout is we have to reevaluate our priorities. Sometimes what we believe is a priority literally are not, literally is not a priority. So we have to reevaluate our priorities. Once we've reevaluated our priorities, we now have to evaluate our options to reduce, overcome, or even avoid burnout. So some of those options might be reducing hours at work. Some of you are caregivers and you still work. That's a double whammy right there. So reducing hours at work, maybe even taking a leave of absence. You know, now that many people are caregivers, a lot of us have to or will have to or currently have to care for our elderly loved ones. That's our mom, dads, uncles, uncles, granddad, grandma, even some of our greats. And the reason why is people are living longer. People are living longer as to why we, the children, have to end up taking care of parents or grandparents, what have you. So many companies now allows for a caregiver's leave. So make sure if you are a working caregiver, see what benefits or what options you may have. You might can take a leave of absence and get paid still. Because many companies understand that there's working caregivers. So make sure you check your, the company and ask as it pertains to the benefits and stuff that maybe you have the option of taking a caregiver's leave of absence. And then other, other options that we can evaluate are clarifying your job expectations Gaining more control over your schedule. Listen, 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 listen. Yes, everywhere, every place is short-staffed. Yes. But here you are, the caregiver, and you're working. Let's say that's your situation. It's an automatically, no, I cannot work extra hours. It's an automatically, no, I cannot stay. It's an automatically, no, I cannot close. It's an automatically no. It's an automatic no, no, no. Because when you get off work, you still got to go home and work. Why? Because caregiving is still work. You got to take care of mom. You got to take care of dad. And some of you are taking care of both of your parents. Both of them. So if you are a working caregiver, you have to say no to the extras at work. No for the extra hours. No. Because you have to get off and really go back to work again because caregiving is still work. You're still taking care of your mom, dad, or both parents, maybe a grandparents, or who have you. So it's a no to the extra hours. 
Remember setting boundaries. That includes setting work boundaries too. And then another, another other options that you can evaluate is maybe seeking a different job that more so can cater to the schedule you need to work and take care of that loved one. And lastly, which I've already stated, seek out support. Again, if burnout has reached the point to depression, a licensed clinical therapist is who you can speak to. And sometimes it's not always a light. And sometimes you don't always need a licensed clinical therapist. Like I said, if, if burnout hasn't reached to the point of depression, then that friend, that friend that you trust, that pastor, your sister, your brother, someone that you can confide in, even having a venting partner can help you overcome uh, stress, overcome burnout, what have you. But it has to be somebody that you trust. Well, that's the end of our podcast. To recap, we now know what burnout is. We now know how to identify the signs and the symptoms of burnout. We now have a good understanding that stress and burnout are not the same thing. And we now know that burnout can be overcome and avoided as long as we put clear boundaries in place and stick to them as long as we make time for self-care and remember if burnout has reached to the point to where you are depressed please contact and seek out a licensed clinical therapist also caregivers just to remind you join our self-care support text text the word caregivers to 31 996 to join. I personally send out one text a week just to keep you encouraged and empowered to cultivate and focus on self-care. Also, don't forget to sign up for our self-care support kit. We want to have the opportunity to love on you and to show you appreciation for everything you do. You can sign up by going to our website, wesupportcaregivers.org, and the link is going to be in the description of this podcast. Once again, I am Lashina McBride. It's been a pleasure, and until next time, make time for self-care.